He's our Aussie correspondent, Chris Russell, normally based out of Sydney. You might remember last week on the show we caught up with him in South Australia. Well, he's just about across the Nullarbor Desert, the Nullarbor Plain. Today we find you somewhere, no doubt, Chris, where you'll be near a television tonight for that third Ashes test. But I'll come back to that because I'll let you off the chain a wee bit later. Talk to me about driving across the Nullarbor. Well, the Nullarbor is a fascinating called that because the, it's not an Aboriginal word, as what people often think. It's actually a Latin word meaning null arbor or no trees because the whole central section, yes, pretty much has no trees. It's well uh, into a zone where cropping is not possible. Um, you, I don't think we saw any livestock or any wildlife even in most of the crossing. So it, although they've had a reasonable season this year, their normal rainfall is somewhere under 10 inches of rain. But it is picturesque because for a lot of it, you're driving right along the edge of the Great Australian Bight. Uh, which is just steep cliffs, maybe three, four hundred feet high. We camped one night about five foot back from the edge of that cliff, looking straight out over the sea, and in the seas and the whales. Um, the country changes all the way across, and there's a petrol roadhouse selling diesel for around about $2.65 Australian per litre, uh, about every two to three hundred kilo, uh, kilometres that you can get some fuel. Um, apart from that, Nothing all the way across, about 1,700 kilometres the whole journey from South Australia. Oh, how boring, how boring. Anyhow, you and I will agree to disagree on that one. Uh, talk to me about why are Aussie dairy farmers going to get paid between Aussie, 9.20 and 9.60 for their milk solids, when we're only going to get paid 8 bucks if we're lucky here on this side of the Tasman? What are we doing wrong, Chris Russell? Well, I think what you're doing is you, you don't have enough population to be buying as much whole milk as we do. But the, the, the uh, total milk pool has dropped about 5.3% as at the end of May compared to last year. And this has been dropping down for the past two decades. We dropped about over a billion litres in 10 years. So as this falls, and also the Australian exports, we used to be about 50% two decades ago. It's now only one-third in recent years. So most of that milk is going to local production of, of uh, well, just straight milk and of cheese. So as the milk falls, all these people are trying to shoring up their supplies of milk. Uh, and Bega Cheese just raised its uh, opening to up to $9.20. I think the uh, highest I've seen from Buller is $9.90 that they're paying, uh, paying per kilo of milk solids just to keep farmers engaged. So the farmers that are still in it making pretty good money, Jamie, and um, and certainly everybody, as I think I reported a few weeks ago, Coles is nervous. They're offering contracts out for two years, going out to $12.50. So if you want to make some real money, you better come over and buy a dairy farm, Jamie. Well, you guys could uh, import some of our milk. Uh, look out for your Anzac buddies across the ditch. Seaweed methane inhibitor, we're talking about this as a way to reduce greenhouse gas emissions from ruminant livestock. This is your area of expertise. Is this the great solution that we're looking for? Well, certainly the Meat and Livestock Australia are committed to reducing uh, our emissions by 2030 by 50%. So this is one of the key ways they're going to do it, is feeding very small amounts, only talking 35 grams a day, of, of the extract from this particular seaweed, which is called asparagopsis. And they've been going great guns, and they've shown that just that small amount can reduce the methane emissions 
by about 90%. Now, you've got to remember methane, although it has a very short uh, uh, half-life in the atmosphere, it's all gone in a couple of years, it is 10 times more insulating than carbon dioxide. So it's one of the key emissions, as you would have in New Zealand, from our cattle. So this is significant. But there are some concerns being raised because the active that's doing the work is, is a thing called bromoform, which is related to chloroform, which which I can still remember back in the first part of the last century was the main form of, of anaesthetic, and then it was dropped because of its potential dangers. So although this is small amounts, and they're saying the amount in that's taken in by the animals is a one five hundredth of what would be required to cause any safety issues, because this product doesn't have to go through scrutiny by our main testing authority, the uh, Veterinary Medicines uh, Board, um, they're saying, well, it's not really regulated. How are we going to know it's safe and need more work to be done? So I'm sure we'll carry on with this, this big production being set up. But nonetheless, there are some concerns that we just need to do a little bit more work on this before it becomes very widely accepted. Well, we'll catch you same time, same place next week. No doubt you'll be somewhere in West Australia. We'll catch you then. Look forward to it.